Hey, you're listening to Successful Farming Daily. Here are three big things you need to know today. Today is Thursday, July 8th. Our first big thing is soybean and grain futures were higher in overnight trading as investors focus on crop development. About 59% of the U.S. soybean crop was in good or excellent condition as of Sunday, down from 60% the previous week, the Department of Agriculture said in a report earlier this week. 3% of the crop was setting pods, on par with the prior five year average, and 29% was blooming, ahead of the normal 24% for this time of year, the USDA said. Some 64% of the U.S. corn crop was rated good or excellent, which is unchanged week to week but down from 71% a year earlier. 10% was in the silk stage at the start of the week, behind the prior five year average of 14%. Spring wheat isn't looking as good as only 16% earned top ratings, down from 20% seven days earlier, the agency said. Last year at this time, 70% was rated good or excellent. Roughly 69% of spring wheat was headed in front of the prior average of 62%, government data show. U.S. winter wheat was 47% good or excellent, down from 48% the previous week and 51% at the same time in 2020, the USDA said. Around 45% of the crop was harvested as of Sunday, behind the five year average of 53%. Price gains, however, are being tempered as rain falls in several Midwestern states, boosting prospects for crops. Precipitation is forecast in parts of eastern Nebraska and western Iowa today and tonight, the National Weather Service said in a report this morning. More storms are expected to form this evening near the South Dakota-Iowa border and move southeast into Iowa, the biggest producer of soybeans and corn in the U.S. There's a slight risk for severe weather associated with the storms, the NWS said. Soybean futures for November delivery rose one and a half cents to thirteen dollars twenty-eight and three cents a bushel overnight on the Chicago Board of Trade. Soymeal added two dollars twenty cents to three hundred sixty-seven dollars ten cents a short ton, and soy oil lost forty-six hundredths of a cent to fifty-nine point two three cents a pound. Corn futures for December delivery added two and three cents to five dollars thirty-three and three cents a bushel. Wheat futures for September delivery were up three and a half cents to six dollars twenty-five and three cents a bushel overnight, while Kansas City futures rose eight and a half cents to five dollars ninety-three cents a bushel. Next up, agricultural exports in May were valued at fourteen point seven billion dollars, up from fourteen point five billion dollars a month earlier, the USDA said in a report. Shipments were led by corn, whose exports totaled $2.36 billion in value, up from April's $2.24 billion, the agency said. Soybean cargoes were valued at $741 million. Wheat exports totaled $688 million, down 4% from April. Red meat exports were valued at $1.8 billion, a 10% increase month to month. Animal feed products came in at $1.31 billion in May, a 2% increase, the USDA said. Ethanol shipments were reported at $159 million, a 30% drop from the previous month. China was the biggest destination for U.S. corn in May, with exports to the Asian country taking 3.41 million metric tons, followed by Mexico at 1.81 million tons and Japan at 1.09 million, the government said. Corn exports totaled 8.48 million metric tons during the month. 
Since the beginning of the fiscal year on October 1st through the end of May, exporters shipped 13.8 million metric tons of corn to China, 10.7 million tons to Mexico, and 8.3 million tons to Japan, the agency said. For soybeans, Mexico was the main destination at 379,617 metric tons, followed by Indonesia at 237,289 tons, and Japan at 181,173 tons, the USDA said. Shipments to China were reported at 39,795 metric tons. Since the beginning of October, however, the U.S. has shipped 30.3 million metric tons of soybeans to China, making it easily the biggest destination for shipments of the oil seed. The European Union followed at 3.51 million metric tons, and Mexico took 3.49 million tons, government data show. China was also the biggest buyer of wheat from October 1st through May 31st, taking 2.46 million metric tons. Mexico purchased 2.43 million tons, and the Philippines took 1.87 million tons, the USDA said in its report. And finally, hot, dry weather is expected in much of Nebraska and central Kansas today, with temperatures in some areas hitting the triple digits, according to the National Weather Service. The combination of hot temperatures and low relative humidity will lead to elevated fire weather conditions in southwestern Nebraska this afternoon, the NWS said in a report early this morning. The dry weather may give way to isolated thunderstorms later this afternoon into tonight, with some turning severe. The main threats are hail and storm. Strong wind, the agency said. Scattered storms are possible through Friday in the region, with hail, strong winds, and heavy rain all likely. Further north, strong thunderstorms are likely this morning for parts of eastern Montana and western North Dakota, the NWS said. The storm is moving rapidly at 35 miles an hour to the southeast. Nickel-sized hail and wind gusts up to 50 miles per hour will be possible with this storm, the agency said. Locally, heavy rainfall will also be possible. Thanks for listening. Follow more news on agriculture.com.